0: Welcome to the Casey City Church Audio Podcast. We pray you enjoy this following sermon.
1: Awesome, awesome! God is so great, isn't he? And connection is so important. Um, we've had a Connect group, Tracy and I, at our place, probably four, four years, five years now, um, and we've had the privilege of of seeing some beautiful people come to that church, uh, to that home group. And, and just grow and seeing them grow. Um, we've got this morning, we've got Brett and Audrey. So, Brett, if you'd like to say a few words. Thank you, Church.
2: I'll just pull my script out here. I'm not one for um, public speaking, so when Brian asked me to speak, I thought he was meant my wife, who's usually the spokesperson of our family. But. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Brian, for um, asking me to share today. Um, with four boys, our weeks can be um, quite busy. And um, being put, with our Connect Group being positioned in the middle of the week on a Wednesday, um, each fortnight, um, it can be a challenge to, to, to try and um, get yourself prepared for Connect Group. And um, with all the challenges during the day that you have, it can be a mental battle. I find it myself to try and get myself I'm prepared and, and motivated to get along to Connect Group because you can be stressed out from what's happened at work or when the day's past, and you're thinking about the days ahead. Mm-hmm. And um, I find that after, after I go and get to Connect Group, that's when the, all the positives come out. Um, there are four points briefly that I want to share with you guys. Um, is just that I, I find the benefits for myself for, from Connect Group. There's um, the fellowship and the friendship. There's knowledge... There's empowerment and there's hospitality. Um, With fellowship and friendship, the the limited time that we have at church every Sunday, we only have a a limited time, a little half half an hour time to try and catch up with everybody in the whole church here. It's not possible to do that. So that's where connect groups come into their own. Um, It's a more personal level. You get to know people one-on-one. I get to know Brian, I get to know Malcolm, I get to know Ian and Anne. You don't get to know the people as well as, as you do... On, on, as on a Sunday. You get more time on the, at the Connect Group to be able to get deeper in, and deeper into the relationship with, with people. And in turn, those people are a support network for us. F- for our family, these are, these are all, all, all these guys are a support network for us. They're a safe environment for us to share as well too. Our boys, this, this guy here next to me plus all my other boys, they've, they've been positively impacted by our Connect Group. They've grown spiritually and they've grown in their confidence. With knowledge... There's a vast depth of wisdom and knowledge in our Connect Group. Uh, our other people's point of view that we get to see, to see along at, at a Connect Group is just a real be, real benefit. And the, um, the discussion of, the, of Pastor Larry or whoever's spoken the, the previous week's message is a, a real good time where we can come and just break down the message and understand it and refresh it. Because, of course, as you know, you have the message on a Sunday and then you've got two days in between. So things can get distracted and forgotten about. And it's good to have a, come and have a refresher of what we've learned. Um, last thing is the hospita- hospitality, and everyone says it. The food f- is it, it, wonderful. The hosts are wonderful. Brian and Tracy are always putting on a spread for us. It's just wonderful. Yeah, yeah give them a hand. Um, and I, I can truly say everyone who walks through the door of their place is, is loved and accepted. Um, even I always feel glad that we've come to Connect Group, as more than often than, than not, if we've had a challenge during the week, and we've we've come into into Connect Group, we've found the answer at Connect Group. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically it for me. But yeah, thank you. Again.
1: Can I just say that probably four years ago when we started, you wouldn't have got two words out of Brett. So that just shows how much he's grown. <laughs> it's not all Connect. It's not all Connect Group. <laughs> Well done. Thanks, Brett. And finally, we've got Audrey, um, who's also a part of our Connect group as well.
0: Hi. Hi, Church. Um, I'm a new member to Casey City Church and uh, when I started connecting with the church I asked if um, I could go to a small group and uh, Pastor Larry uh, put me in touch with Brian and Tracy and uh, they contacted me straight away and I started uh, going to the group. I think it was online at the time on Zoom and then um, we got to meet each other face to face and um I've always felt very welcome and accepted in the group, and I feel that, that um, all the members have really poured into me and um, shared their wisdom, their love, their friendship with me, and um, I'm very grateful to belong uh, to to your group, I'm Brian Tracy, and uh, also everything that we learn uh, about the word and uh, there's so much wealth of uh, knowledge in this group and I come out every time inspired and there's a lot of laughter, a lot of jokes and uh, so it's really good for the soul. Uh, we come out and we just feel refreshed. Uh, so I'm, I'm really grateful to have uh, that opportunity and I encourage all of you who don't belong to a connect group yet to, to take that step and and uh, talk to one of the leaders and 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 just just do it because you're, you're going to benefit so much from it. And because I'm very greedy, I also belong to the Zoom Connect group, <laughs> uh, and uh, and I so that's another opportunity for those of you who uh, perhaps uh, find it a bit daunting to to leave the home and go you know at nighttime go to you know to another suburb etc. Um, there's also that opportunity to connect uh, with the Zoom Connect and. Um, Pastor Larry leads leads a group, um, and with Alice, and uh, it's it's a wonderful opportunity to um, go deep into the Word and be challenged by by Pastor Larry and. Um, Connect with another group of people. Everyone has an input. Everyone is it, it can talk. You don't you don't have to feel shy. If you've got a question, an opinion, an insight, and you want to share it, um, you can do so. It's very safe. So both groups are very safe uh, for you to share and um, and grow and connect, form friendships and relationships. Awesome. <laughs>
1: Um, Audrey says she's very gritty, but I'm sure that actually there's more than just you that go to more than one group. There's about most of us go to at least two or three, two or three groups. So uh, yeah, just to, to get as much as we can out of the word. <clears throat> so, talking about the word, we're now going to turn to the word, and um, it's going to give me a great pleasure to introduce our speaker this morning. Um, I said before about Brett about over the, you know, four years ago, he wouldn't have got two words out of him. Uh, And probably his son is probably just behind that (laughs) when he first started. But we have seen, uh, we're going to have some words from Sam this morning. We've seen Sam grow. This is a showpiece of what connect group can do for you. <laughs> no, no pressure. Um, <laughs> but we've seen Sam grow he, into an awesome young man. Uh, the wisdom that comes out of this guy's mouth sometimes is is phenomenal. Um, and sometimes we, we we so often think we know it all and then out of the mouth of babes, as they say, comes comes words of wisdom. And, and it's, been, it's been so great, Sam, to have you in our group and to see you grow. And, and so I just want to hand it over to you, mate, and you just take it away. Thanks, mate. Thanks,
3: Brian. That's very kind of you to say. I have to say the wisdom has to come from somewhere, though, from you guys. It's all from the Connect group. Um, thank you for the opportunity to, to share and for Passlow for the opportunity as well. Um, This is based off of when God woke me up uh, in the middle of the night a while ago. I think it was about 10 to 3 in the morning. Um, And I was really tired. I was like, wait, why am I up? And I thought, okay, God's got something to say. So I was like, okay. And God literally said I I could hear the the words, just read the word. I was like, okay, all right, I'm opening it up. I'll open up the Bible. Um, And he showed me a a few things in Isaiah um, that really uh, blew my mind to be honest, and I'd love to share that um, with you now. But if we could, um, is it all right if we pray just before we start? Sweet, let's pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you for bringing everyone um, together in person and online. We pray for um, your spirit to just speak to each person um, what you want to speak, Lord, and that you'll just have your will um, through the words that I share, Lord, and I pray that you'll just make it um, personal to each person. In your name, amen. Amen. Um, So if you've got your Bibles, if you want to open up to Isaiah 25, um, I think it'll be on the screen as well. Um, Jacob, shout out my bro. <laughs> um, I'll give you all a chance. Uh, we'll start at verse 1. There we go, we got it? Sweet. Okay, uh, we'll start at verse 1. Oh Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you, I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. For you have made a city a ruin, a fortified city a ruin, a palace of foreigners to be a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, the strong people will glorify you, and the city of the terrible nations will fear you. For you have been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat, for the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. You will reduce the noise of aliens as heat in a dry place, as heat in the shadow of a cloud. The song of the terrible ones will be diminished. And in this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all people a feast of choice pieces, a feast of wine on the lees, of fat things full of marrow, of well-refined wines on the leaves. And he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, the rebuke of his people. He will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. And it will be said in that day, behold, this is our God, we have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and we rejoice in his salvation. For on this mountain the hand of the Lord will rest, and Moab shall be trampled down upon, um, under him, as straw is trampled down for the refuse heap. And he will spread out his hands in their midst as a swimmer reaches out to swim, and he will bring down their pride together with the trickery of their hands. The fortress of the high fort of your walls he will bring down and lay low, and bring down to the ground and down to the dust." Um, So the general uh, theme of the message is returning to God's counsel. Um, And if we look at um, what counsel actually means uh, in the dictionary, uh, the merriam Webster, um, thanks Google, um, it basically means to give advice. And if you would receive counsel, it would be to receive advice. and in the second part of that first verse, um, it just flips today's culture. I don't know if you notice it, but we'll have a look in a second. Um, it says, your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but the world will push so much of this go and get yours and the whole do-it-yourself DIY uh, movement. Um, and I've noticed that, um, actually, a quick, quick survey. Who's been to Ikea? <laughs> Ikea? All right, And who has born an Ikea flat pack from Ikea? All right, and from there I would expect to see a change. Who reads the instructions in that flat pack? Okay, drastic change. Okay, um, I, I am one of those people as well. I do not read the instructions. Um, what I do is I go and empty out the whole box on the ground and try to assemble something that resembles a billy bookcase. Um, and it, it, I just try—I try to put something together, and it ends up looking like that. And then um, I try something else, and it looks something like this. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that, exactly. And you're definitely wondering why I showed you a picture of an upside-down chair. Um, Because this is today's culture. Um, Because the world will say, go and do it yourself. This is carve your own own destiny out. Go do it yourself. When God's saying, come back to me, come back to my counsel. Come back to my word. That's the instruction manual. Because we need that instruction manual to build the chair, right? Yep. Yep. We need God's instruction manual, the Word, to get through our daily lives. Um, it's lasted 2,000 years. So it's not going to be outdated. The model of the bookcase hasn't changed. It's going to stay the same. People wonder why the world is the way it is. It's because we turned away from God's counsel. said, don't need you. It's time to turn back. Uh, and verse 2 um, this is referring to the things and the people in power. So when it says uh, once defended city, um, meaning they're able to attack a perceived threat um, to protect their land and people, God tore that down. Um, I think the word describes it as powers and principalities of darkness. Um, and God's got the power to take those things down, right? The, th- uh, the question I, I see in that, though, what we've got to ask ourselves is, are we going to submit those things to him? Or are we going to go down the path of, oh, I can do it myself. I'm going to do it all. I'll go and do it. Because, I mean, I'm not perfect at it by any means. I'll say I'm still learning to submit everything myself. Um, but this is where the grace of God shines through, right? It's it's him and having patience with us, saying, just submit it to me, just give it to me. And he takes it off our shoulders. We don't have to worry about it anymore because it's, it's through Christ and the Holy Spirit we live this life yeah. on earth. Um, Mum mentioned to me uh, a few days ago, um, that's not our power. It's God's power. We're just holding it. So um, it's so true um, because, I mean, the verse doesn't say, I can do all things full stop. It says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Good. So when we return to the counsel of the Lord, um, instead of going through it in our own strength, we can stand on the promises that God's made to us. Um, And we go to verse 3. Verse 3. Therefore the strong people will give glory to God and the city of the terrible nations shall fear him. Um, it's referring there to the things that might be oppressing us and those things that have power will have a high respect and fear of the Lord. Um, when Jesus was in the boat with his disciples um, and he calmed the storm, he said, even the winds and the waves know his name. Um, and every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Christ, Jesus Christ is Lord. His counsel is everlasting. Um, so even in Deuteronomy 33:27, 27, um, it says, The eternal God is your refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. Um, and we can turn to him always and he always embraces us and supports us. Um, like even live demonstration, I probably shouldn't have done this in the soup, but that's all right. Um, when I'm playing basketball, right, um, and I shoot, I shoot with my legs under me, right, when I, if I shoot too far back, I got no support. Sorry, and it's a nightmare for the cameras. Um, when I lean back, I have nothing supporting me behind me. Alright, uh, that's a real. I'm so sorry, Lauren. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, when I shoot, I have to shoot straight up so I have a support under me, my legs. If I shoot too far back, I'm gonna lean over and fall. That's what the um, what God is saying to us. I'm so sorry, Rachel. I apologize. Um, when you return into God's counsel, you have that support underneath you. And then from there, you can jump up. If there's no support behind you, you're going to fall. But that's what God, he's our, our solid rock underneath us. He's supporting us. Uh, and we get to verse 4. Um, the Lord's been present in all of our lives, regardless of if we're aware of it or not. Um, our refuge from the storm. I'm going to, for the sake of time, fast forward to verse 5. Um, He shall bring down the noise of strangers. Um, He's that that calming in our lives, that peace that surpasses all understanding, as the word says. Um, It brings comfort and trust, and that's where intimacy in Christ is found. Um, And what Tendai mentioned about trust being the key to intimacy, it's so true. Um, We're not going to be in a position um, where we can be vulnerable um, unless we trust. Uh, It's about submitting your situation to God and saying, God, this is chaos. I don't know what's going on have your will be done and that's where he takes it and we can just rest assured because we are in Christ, we're in new creation and he's our wonderful counsellor so he brings this in and he comforts us, he says it's okay, I've got this and it also says um, in the King James it says the branch of the terrible one shall be brought low um, I know as a tall guy, high branches and footpaths don't mix well it's a, a not a not a great combination. Um, it often becomes like a... You know how you have the fascinators when you go to the races? In the hair. it becomes like that. Um, but it often... Um, I have to push them out of the way in order to see where I'm going. If not, if it doesn't push out of the way, you know how it comes back, slaps you in the face. Um, I have to snap it off, throw it to the ground. Um, By bringing those things down, I have a clear run through what was previously blocked. And that's what it's like in, um, in the spirit as well. God takes those things that were blocking our view of what we can see and snaps them down, throws them down, and it becomes much more dealable. Um, even like, sorry, even talk about cameras. Um, I actually studied this um, when I was working with cameras in America. The angle of a shot can tell so much to a viewer that, for example, like if you're shooting uh, from a low angle, like from on the ground pointing up, and the person in shot will look powerful, they'll look like they have authority, they'll look like they are, what's it called, much more important. But if you turn that around, if you shoot from high up and point down on the subject, they look insignificant, they look small, they are, what's it called, the power is with the viewer there, yeah. right? That's, like, that's a psychological thing, that's been proven with studies. And this is the thing. As children of God, we've got the power through Christ to change how we point our camera at our situation. We've got the authority through Christ to say, all right, how am I pointing this? How am I viewing this? Are we going to point the camera down on the devil or are we going to point it down on our situation? Are we going to let it, the authority go to God or are we going to let it go to the devil? When we put it up with God and say, all right, you put it down on him, I'm going to rest in your hands here. Okay. So, what things in our lives do we need to um, ask God to be brought low? Because we've got the power um, through the Holy Spirit. We need to call on on the name of the Lord and call those things down, right? Mm. Because God's ways are higher than our ways. He's in a in a high position of authority over what He brings low. So, and this that all happens when we're in God's counsel and we're listening to His advice. Let's get back to that place. And I'll fast forward to six and seven. Um, Live narrative there. (laughs) Uh, Um, It says, in this mountain. uh, Key words there, in this mountain. Uh, Mountain climbing is seen as a feat of strength by an individual. Um, It doesn't say at the top of the mountain. It doesn't say at the bottom. It says, in this mountain. So I feel like this is God saying, um, even if you're enduring a time where it feels like you're trying to scale a mountain or a big thing in your life, um, the Lord's going to sustain you throughout because um, the world's going to say, do it yourself, work hard, and you'll get to the top of the mountain, and then I'll give you a reward. Mm. I feel like this guy's saying, he doesn't just provide what you need at the top of the mountain, he provides the journey to get there as well.
4: Yes. Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. Um, and then we get to a point later where he says, he will destroy the covering cast... Um, and the veil that is spread over the nations. We know that when Jesus Christ um, died on the cross and rose again, the veil in the temple was torn in two. Um, And it's almost like um, in the spirit, now that veil has been lifted off our faces. Now we can see what's happened in the spirit too, what's going on in the spirit realm. We've got, um, as the Lord says, we've got um, eyes to see and ears to hear what's happening in the spirit now because that veil has been lifted. And we get to verse 8, and I know for the sake of time I'll fast forward. Uh, But there's a couple of things in this. Um, It says, he will swallow up death in victory. So God is our fighter. He's fighting on our behalf. And um, I know, for example, when I uh, do my favorite thing in the world, vacuuming, like when you're, when, you're, um, when you're trying to vacuum something up and there's like a little, I don't know if you've tried to pick up a little bit of thread when you're trying to um, vacuum and it doesn't want to go into the vacuum and you just, why would you pick up? But um, like that, and it finally gets caught and it gets like spinning, spinning, spinning in the bottom part of the vacuum. That's what God has done to death. But notice here, it's swallowed up for good. It can't come back up. And we can't open the vacuum cleaner to see what was picked up until we turn the power off to it. Um, but that's the thing. We have to keep our Holy Spirit power on in our lives all the time. Um, the word says, do not give the enemy a foothold. Um, when we start to rely on our own power and ideas, then we're giving the enemy a foothold. We're giving him a chance to, to free himself. Um, that's where our spiritual power turns off. Uh, by staying in, in God's counsel um, with our Holy Spirit power on 24-7, we're not giving the devil an inch. Um, We're keeping him in his rightful place, defeated, under our feet, um, and captured as well. And when I say defeat, I don't mean like a pro snooker championship or whatever. It's a a KO knockout. Like, he's not getting back up from that. Um, And he says later, he'll wipe away every tear from all faces, um, and that's referring to he, the comforter. Um, Him loving us with an everlasting love, um, being our wonderful counsellor and our safe place. Um, and I notice even um, through God's protection in his everlasting arms, we find comfort as well. Like when you give someone a hug, like when I give dad a hug, right? Yeah, I, I, thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now, when I give dad a hug like this, it's I, like he is closer to my heart now, yes? Yeah. And my arm is now a barrier between him and anything coming this direction, right? That's what God does with us. We, are, we experience his comfort by drawing near to his heart, yeah. and then he becomes our protector with his arms around us too. Yeah. Wow. I says, Psalm 91, uh, verse 4, He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Um, and God does that when we're in his council. Um, that's how a friendship and a relationship works, you're protected. Um, when you feel protected, you feel comfort. We're safe with him. And verse 9, um, this is a declaration. Um, and it will be said in that day, behold, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. That's a definitive statement. There's no room for doubt for that. He is and he will. There's, there's no room for doubt. That's a certainty. Um, and having that previous trust that, He sustained me in the past. No reason he can't go and do it again. Yeah? This is the faith we can develop um, when we're in relationship with God and when we're in his counsel. Um, After trusting him and trusting him, as we gradually submit each thing in our lives to him, we develop that certainty that, okay, he did it then, 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 then, and every single time he will continue to do it. And in uh, being in his counsel, it's... Like we can know in us or think we know what the most logical thing is to do, but God might say, no, do something different. And he knows what he's doing. Like I thought like when I was in America, I thought, oh, makes sense to stay. This was three months prior to COVID. I didn't even know. And God said, nope, time to go home. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll go home. And then a month later, you had to, what's it called, shut borders. Everything was shutting down. God knows what he's doing. And I think for the sake of time, I'll fast forward to verse 12. Um, the fortress of the high 40 your walls, he will bring down, lay low, and bring to the ground, down to the dust. I feel this is uh, God referring to our vulnerability um, and the real us. Because we can put so many uh, barriers up and walls so people will see us a certain way. Um, or And if I show the real me, am I going to be accepted? Am I going to be loved? Am I going to be validated? Um, and this is why I'm so happy today is about connect groups. Um, because, I mean, obviously, in the limited time we have after church, it can be hard to connect with everyone. Um, but being in that small group and that small environment, you get to truly connect and spend quality time with, with those around you. Good. And even um, being part of Brian and Tracy's Connect Group for the last how many years? I can't even remember. Um, we just bounce biblical ideas off each other, great discussions, and the wisdom... That is in our group is mind-boggling. I'm like each time I keep on telling Mum and Dad. As soon as I walk out of there, I'm like, "Whoa, (laughs) that's very wise." But yeah, the 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 discussions that we have and and being able to seek the Lord together and what He says is honestly second to none. So if you want to join a Connect group, if you're thinking about it, I'd highly encourage you to get involved. Um, But overall, let's stay in a state of listening to the Lord um, and seeking his counsel um, at each point in our lives.
1: Thanks, Sam. You know, as I I thought about the counsel, and that was awesome, Sam, thank you. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, You know, my mind went back to all the decisions I've made over the years. Some of them have been pretty easy, you know, what colour tie to wear, what socks to put on, do I turn left or right? But some of them have been pretty important. Do I buy a house here or there, buy a car, get married, have children? Some of the decisions that we make in life are, are so huge. And how often do we go to God and say, God, can you help me out here? What do I need to do? What's your What's your thoughts? You know, I, I can honestly say I failed over and over again uh, in that regard, seeking the counsel of God. Um, but you know what? God is so faithful and so, so awesome and so forgiving. And, and, and whenever we, we can go to him and he can always, we know that he's always there to hear and, and, to, and to give us that advice that we need. I, um, we've had so much uh, of a promotion this morning about connect groups. And um, Connect Groups is, is so important. And, uh, and when I talk about Connect Group, I'm talking about, you know, we've got groups here that uh, we have the men's group, we have the ladies' group, we have the 50-plus, we have the uh, listening prayer group, we have the young adults, we have the youth, we have worship team, we have house, house meetings, we have Zoom Connect. So there's a, a numerous ways you can connect with people. But it's about connection. And I, as I thought about that, I wrote down, and I want to finish with this, so we don't want to go too long. It's not another message. Don't get me wrong. Right. Don't, don't uh, all leave at once. But um, <coughs> well, I wrote down three points. And the first point is, you know, we need one another. Amen. That's good. And that's found in 1 Corinthians 12 and 12 where it says, For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so that's also good. is Christ." For also by one spirit, we're all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether bond or free, even all were made to drink into one spirit. for the body is not one member, but many. <clears throat> yeah. I can't say to you, I don't need you. You can't say to me, "You don't need me." And that's what the Bible talks about. The air can't say to the, 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 the nose or the mouth can't say to the foot or whatever. You can't we need one another. And that's what Connect Group is all about. God has designed us, designed us so that we can't get by on our own. We need one another. The second point was we share with one another. That's also found in First Corinthians. Later on in that same chapter, verse 25, it says there that there not be division in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. If one member is glorified, all the members rejoice with it. You know, in, in our group, we, we, we get together. Some arrive early, some arrive late. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just chat. We just have a 15-minute, we just talk. We just uh, have some great, some 15 minutes of chatting and eating and, and discussion and laughter. And, but we're able to share with one another's highs and also their lows. And we can laugh with one another but we can also weep with one another mm. and we can share those, those things that the people have gone through that week, we can share with them. We can, but we also open the word. We don't always agree with one another I and mean, that's what Sam was saying, we have differences of opinions and that's where wisdom comes from in the, in the council of many. And so, and the third point was we encourage one another. Now there's a scripture that we use quite often where it says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. And, and I guess from a, in, a, in, a, in the church world, we, we tend to see that as, oh, we've got to be in church on Sunday. Well, you weren't there on Sunday? Well, the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. You know, it's, but it's, it's so much deeper than that. It's not just about Sunday morning. Hebrews says, discover, and I've talk, I'm, I'm reading this out of the, the, passage, the passage translation. Um, Hebrews 10, verse 24. It says, discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them toward acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing, because we need each other. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other on toward or onward as we anticipate that day dawning. And that's what it's all about. We should be meeting more Very regularly, good. Good. not just about Sunday morning. Good. And you know what? The Connect group, the connection is so important. You are the body of Christ and members in part. You are part of a whole, part of a whole. And, you know, this whole morning, it's, it's been different. It's, 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 um, it's not your normal service, but it's about connection. It's about connecting with one another. And I, I put a question down here. I wrote it down and I said, and I, are you a part of the body or apart from the body? Good, <laughs>
4: good one.
1: Are you a part of the body or apart from the body? Be involved. Join a connect group. You know, we've got so many going, so, many, so much happening. But God wants you to be connected and stay connected. We, we fit together. God has designed us to fit together beautifully, yeah. mm. beautifully. And, and we don't always agree, but we fit together anyway. Amen. Yes. After service today, we've got some we've got some uh, refreshments. I think they're not there at the moment, but hopefully they'll be there soon. Um, <laughs> um, ten minutes. Okay. Well, they can worship for ten minutes. Okay. Um, so, but please stay with us. Connect. I want you to I want you to find someone you haven't spoken to. We've got some guests this morning. I don't think I've ever met any of you guys or some of you guys. Welcome, great to have you with us this morning. It's, it's been a different service, so hopefully, you know, you've, uh, you've sort of felt okay and felt at home, but, but grab someone you don't know, you've never spoken to, and connect with that person over, over a pizza, a pie of pizza, a piece of pizza, or a sausage roll, or whatever else we've got there, and just connect. Talk to that person, get to know them a bit more. That'll give you a, a sense. It won't give you the true sense of connection at a, at a connect group, but it'll give you a, a sense of what connecting is all about. Amen? Amen. 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 Thanks, Larry. Amen. <clears throat> thank, you.
0: thank you, Brian.
4: Yeah, you, sorry, just before uh, Garth releases us in a song, I, just, I really want to thank Brian and yeah. Malcolm and everyone here. And Sam, <gasps> man, what an awesome <laughs> work. Thank you. Okay. you know, I know Sam's also part of the Young Adults group as well. So, you know, there's just so many different op- different ways. And today, as you've heard, just the various ways that you can connect. You know, what else we're looking for and we would love to encourage is hosts. Yep. Yes. And, and those of you who would like to lead, you know, we'll have, we'll have the opportunity for you to be trained. You know, Malcolm, Brian. And several of us can certainly help with that, right? So we really want to encourage you. So if, if you would like to be a host, if you would like to help be a leader in terms of facilitating, like with our Zoom connect, after a few weeks, um, I was praying and I was saying, Lord, I'd like to get Alice and Audrey. And you know, over Zoom, you have people connect. That they will sign in first and then you ad- admit them. And that very Tuesday, they were the first two that, that came into the waiting room. I said, Lord, I think you've answered my prayer. So I immediately told Audrey and, and, and Alice, and we have lots of robust conversations, you know, I mean, really, extremely robust. So it's good, as, as you've heard Brian and Malcolm and Sam and everyone else share, please, folks, through this COVID, you know, last year the Lord said very clearly to us, Form more connect groups of homogenous forms or heterogeneous, meaning mixed or just like the men's group or just like the music group, you know, but form groups like that because we're coming into a season where we might not be able to meet as a church, right? We've seen that. So we've got either to look back and see, I, no, I, I want that way, you know, that's the approach. Or we could sit and watch what's happening or we could look to the future and apply 1 Corinthians 12 uh, 12 what a great what a great word what a great passage of scripture if we don't contribute it's going to impact us so please give your names to Brian or Malcolm if you'd love to be a host if you'd like to be you know take on a sense of leading a group or facilitating you know leading is not daunting seriously it's not daunting just you know, you'll be given some, you'll be given help, right, and we'll help you along the way, hallelujah, amen, to lead is is simply this, Lord, I agree to be chief servant, that's it, so if you're willing to do that and and clean up after everyone goes, then go for it, hallelujah, (laughs) (laughs) isn't that right, (laughs) (laughs) hallelujah.